to Bros of Murder. I am Ellen DeGeneres, being an asshole to everyone around her. Um, And I'm one of the people that she has on her stage, giving me $10,000 for doing nothing. I'm just kidding. Sometimes <laughs> those people do some pretty cool stuff. I love that Ellen got exposed <laughs> through over the quarantine. I know. I, something about her haircut always told me that she was an asshole. Her haircut? <laughs> yeah, it was just, I don't know. She looked like an old Justin Bieber, so I just felt like in her bones, deep down, there's she's probably something a dick. up with her. <laughs> yeah, poor, what's her wife's name? Patty, Patricia, Miranda. Let's start with a P. Oh, I don't know. Portia, Portia, Portia. Yeah, Portia. What Dorothy or Dol? I don't know. I don't know poor where Portia. I got Miranda. Someone say Portia. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, welcome back to Bros and Murder. We cover true crime cases of color. We give you some music. And we give you some of our commentary. And... If you yeah. don't like it, don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like it, get, get the fuck out! <laughs> By the way, Andre has a really nice shirt on. It's super, like, 70s, 80s, like, type feel. I, I like it. Target. Bro, it looks silky as fuck. Is it, it silky? Is silky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's... It looks fucking... It's I dope mean, as shit, bro. <laughs> Uh, just look at the material. You can be the judge of it. <laughs> and for those who know, that was a famous Tiffany Pollard meme from Flavor of Love. <laughs> Tiffany Pollard. Oh my gosh, I remember Tiffany. Oh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a. I love. I love New York. So her face, a lot of times, makes me Iconics. so happy. Yeah, iconic. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get into these cases. Do you want to go first? Or go first. Yeah, I could go first. So I want to give everyone an update. I've been doing backsplash in my kitchen. I've been like renovating my kitchen and um, I do a lot of DIY and I realize that I do not like doing backsplash. In hindsight, I wish I would have hired someone, but you know, it looks pretty dope. It's tile. I was putting tile on the counter. Yeah, I didn't know what backsplash was. (laughs) Yeah, backsplash is tile. So we did our like butcher block countertops that was okay then we put in a sink and now i'm doing the backsplash and bro it is ridiculous so yeah that's my i know that i'm getting i know that i'm getting older because now i appreciate kitchens and i'm just like i really want an island i love these cabinets right i want a bay (laughs) i want an island too we don't we have a small kitchen eventually you'll be able to come visit but yeah i'm a handyman i guess you can say i like to do a lot of shit myself wink wink nudge nudge yeah yeah So let's uh get into it. Yeah. So today I wanted to talk about black women. Um, and it's like really weird. What black women? What do you want to talk about? Yeah. yeah I just they wanna, exist. Yes, I mean, they uh, exist. They're people. 
I just want to say, like, start off before I get into my case is that black women, a lot of times they're underrepresented when they go missing. And not a lot of times, yes. they are in fact underrepresented when they go mid- missing. Like, so just to throw out some like numbers, back in 2018, approximately 613,000 people went missing in the United States. People of color made up about 60% of those people. Oh, wow. Okay, now let's look at black women. Black women make up 7% of the U.S. population now, but 10% of all the missing people across the country are black women in 2018. So what that means is that in 2018, there were 367,800 people of color missing and black women made up 36,780 people. Now I get it. Like, why talk about it? I, I, I want to talk about it because it goes back to the fact that black women, when they're go, when they go missing, they're not repre- represented. And you could thank media for that. Like, think about how often, like, you see white people or white women go jogging and they get attacked and raped and they talk about it or like they go on hikes. Um, not saying that it's only white people that go on hikes because I like to go on hikes and I like going backpacking, but like when they go missing, like it makes national television, um, sometimes worldwide television. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's like you hear about it, you see it. But that's not necessarily true for black people, especially black women. Again, they are not represented. And it's not just with them going missing. There's like stereotyping and colorism that happens against black women. For instance, look at The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Like black people have, there's only been one like black bachelorette. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I don't, I don't watch. Yeah. The only, the only reality TV I watch is Bad Girls Club. Yeah. Bad Girls Club is gang gang but um (laughs) (laughs) them bitches be boxing (laughs) right but like in the bachelorette like it has been said and i quote dark-skinned women farther from their idolized whiteness than their lighter skinned counterparts as are classed as less desirable partners so it's not just saying that black women are not misrepresent are not only misrepresented when they go missing, but even in media, it's like, yeah, I, I think it sucks that, you know, Un- unless they can be profited on. Yeah, exactly. There's like, it's so, it's so crazy. It's like a really weird fetish, but I, I wanted to point that out is, and the reason I wanted to point that out, it'll make more sense when I go into my next case. And I want to point out to you that I think it sucks for anyone that goes missing. Like it, it sucks, but it sucks a lot more when people that people that go missing and the people that are represented are white it it really sucks because our communities are hurt by that and that's yeah. just fact um we're just not getting the same cover right and it sucks so today i want to talk about a black woman that is missing her name is kimberly errington so kimberly errington she was a 16 year old sophomore in high school when she went missing and she was from montgomery alabama which by the way there's a shit ton of black girls and black women like missing in montgomery alabama it's crazy kimberly she's been missing since 1998 which is a long fucking time 
Yeah. I was three. Um. Yes, I was three. I was nine. Yeah. Oh. I know, dude. I was born in 89. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I am old. Kind of. I turned 31 this year. Um, but Kimberly, she was described as a friendly and well-behaved teenager. She enjoyed what most teenagers do. Music, dancing, and she was a little bit of a computer nerd. Like, she loved computers. I guess... I'm a nerd too because I like computers except my MacBook today because it's been shit in the bed. But yeah, she was a good student, overall good student, overall good person. And the day that she went missing, her father can recall that she was talking about how she was getting ready for Christmas shopping, even though it was October. But as although she was a good student and good child, I think she had some friends, maybe not a lot, because they said that she did prefer to stay indoors because she had pretty bad allergies so it sounded like she might have been like a little bit of a recluse and she liked to just yeah. beat herself which i get it i have bad allergies and it kind of sucks sometimes being outdoors but i really love being outside so moving on to the actual incident like many different missing persons case cases kimberly's is very uneasy to digest I'm very uncomfortable with them because how do people vanish into thin air? So, the... Witches. Right? <laughs> we'll get the witches, maybe. But, no. Yeah, the, the day before Halloween in 1998... Ooh. Yes, that's when it happened. She went missing. Kimberly went missing in 1998, the day before Halloween. She went to CVS to buy candy and a soda... And the crazy thing is, it was in the middle of the day. It was only 4 p.m., so it was light out. Time went by, an hour went by. She never returned. Another hour, she never returned. So her family went to go look for her, and nothing, absolutely nothing. They There was no evidence of her making it to CVS. They didn't know where she was. It's like she vanished into thin air. And when they finally contacted the police, the first thing they do was deem her as a runaway because of her age. Even though she had no background of Of running away away or being a bad student or being a bad kid, they just said, yeah, she ran away because she's 16. That's what all 16-year-olds do, even though she was never a bad kid. But yeah, Eventually, they ended up changing it to an abduction because they were not able to find her again because there was no witnesses or anything like that. It She just vanished. And at the time of her disappearance, she was about 5'2 to 5'4 and about 110 pounds. She had dark hair, brown eyes, wearing a gray bugle boy shirt, which do you know what a bugle boy is? A person who plays the Bugle? No, you need to look up the brand Bugle Boy. Hopefully some of my other 90s babies will know what a Bugle Boy yeah, shirt I'm looking was. up right now yeah. quick. Bugle Boy. Bugle, bugle Boy. <laughs> bugle Boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, alright. Yeah, no, I can I can fuck with it. That was like the skater brand or like the grungy look. Um, that was like the shit to buy. 
there was a store, I think it was called like McFarland's or something like that, that or McCallister's or something that you could buy all their clothes. I think they... Oh, I'll see a lot of Jenkos too. Yeah. I'm surprised. <laughs> but all she right, was... I'm going to put that down. <laughs> she was wearing a gray Bugle Boy shirt um, with a collar and light blue jeans and Reebok, Reebok uh, sneakers. I don't know why... The drip. Right, yeah? She had that drip going on. Um, one thing that was really sad or that's sad about this story... Is that's all that is about her. Something else that's really sad is that in 2005, her mom passed away, and her mom passed away with no closure, no leads, no nothing like about what happened to her. She died, and her dad is still alive, and I believe is still like looking for her. And I just want to leave it here that if you have any information about Kimberly Arrington, Contact Montgomery Police Department and give them anything, or if you know anything. I know it's been a long time, but like she yeah, could but, uh, be her neighbor. Um, the number is 334-241-2790. We'll put that in the show notes and like, you know, all the pictures and everything like that on social yeah. media, too. The, the thing about me about like, going missing is the whole like, like you said, the closure thing. And that's the most fucked up part, because, like, your mind is erased to all the possibilities, and none of them are good. Right? Like, you don't know. Like, Melinda and I, we talked about this. We were just like, I'd rather be found dead than not found at all. Be missing, yeah, just be missing forever. At least there's some closure. Yeah. And if you find me dead somewhere, just pretend you don't know me. Because, fun fact, most cities, if they find a dead body, they will bury it on their dime. So I told my family oh. that if I die, just chuck me out on the road somewhere and pretend you don't know me. And you get a free funeral. Bam. That's crazy. Pinch a penny. Hey, pinch a penny. I'll do that. I'll make sure I don't know who you are. I was thinking, I was like, huh. Can... Andre? No. No, never met him. Did he have that Is Target shirt? <laughs> like one tear just comes down your cheek. Yeah. Right. I mean, did you have another one, or you want me to go on? No, that's it. Yeah. Okay, sweet. All right. Well, on an even more darker note than oh. a missing black woman. <laughs> now, I want to preface this all by saying, mental health in the black community is not like talked about enough. Nope. Nowadays, it's being more. More of us are talking about it. More of us are getting out there. But like, when it comes to mental brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain, maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Mini Health understands that for women over forty, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. Ninety-one percent of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Health in the back community. Everyone just thinks that like it's not really like a fucking thing. Like all our parents would judge us for going to therapy yes. or like getting on medication because well, that's not fucking natural. Which stems from a long history of. <laughs> doctors and shit fucking with people of color which I, I get and that's a whole I can do a whole episode about fucking the US government like giving Puerto Rico women birth control and sterilizing a whole generation or making it legal for doctors to rip out black women's uteruses when they go in for a simple routine surgery 
But I digress. Mental suicide health. is a thing. Yeah, mental health is important. Mm-hmm. Suicide is a thing that happens. And uh, it's, it's a lot to unpack. People do it for a wide array of reasons. We don't know why. But that's not what happened in this case. Even though the police want us to believe that this person committed suicide. But I do not believe it was possible for them to kill themselves. I hate those cases. So now that's the case about Chavez Carter, the 21, a 21-year-old black man who was found shot to death in an Arkansas police car with his hands cuffed behind his back, and it was ruled a suicide. What? Yeah. So now Carter was sitting in the backseat of a James... Uh, sorry. Of a Jonesboro police cruiser on July 28th, when apparently he put the barrel of a handgun against his temple and pulled the trigger despite being handcuffed behind his back. I need to reenact this, like... Like, because handcuffs are pretty tight. T- tight. Pre- I've been handcuffed before, just like, during training, and, like, they, they're tight. You really can't fucking move much like, at all. That's the point of having it behind your back. I don't get so, that, dude. I don't know. Keep going. So, let me, let me car- digest this. Yeah, so... At the time of discharge, the muzzle of the gun was placed against his, like, temporal scalp, like his scalp, like right there on his temple. Uh, and the bizarre death grew, obviously, a bunch of scrutiny from everybody because they, because the officers even said that they frisked him, tw- sorry, they frisked Masana, right? Yeah, frisked. frisked. Okay. <laughs> it rolls off the tongue weird. Yeah. <laughs> they frisked him twice, but never found the uh, fucking handgun that he shot himself with. What? So, yeah, so they before when they arrested him, they frisked him twice, patted him down, checked all his pockets, and he had no pistol. But somehow, a pistol just manifested in the backseat of that car, and he was able to, like, fucking wrench around and put it up to his temple and shoot himself. Where did it come from? Don't know. How to get there? Don't know. How to put it to this temple? Don't know. These are the questions that you think these police officers would have answers to, but they don't. They're just as confused as we are, apparently. I'm literally scratching my head right now. One, because Don't, it itches, but two, like, uh, make I'm it so make fucking sense. confused. Like, what? The autopsy reports uh, came out days after uh, the dash cam videos came out, and the dash cam videos showed that, like, you know how they had, like, one outside and a camera also inside, too? Yeah. And then the video, you miss the shooting, but you do see him slumped over in the patrol car. Obviously dead. And the police acting real nonchalant about it, as if they did it. <laughs> like, I really right? don't know. Like they're just like, really no I don't know. Other way around it. He killed himself. Whoops. So Where's your gun, arrested- officer? I don't know. Where is it? So now, police arrested Carter, who lived in Mississippi, for an outstanding drug warrant in his home state. So now the first video begins a few minutes after the two officers pulled over in a white pickup truck. That Carter was riding in along with two other men. Carter was taken out of the truck and patted down before being led to the police car without handcuffs out of the camera's view. We don't really know what happened when he went outside the camera's view. The driver and another man are taken from the car, questioned in handcuffs. The video is edited and the pair later appear to be like the two men who were with them. They mm-hmm. come back in the frame after like an obvious edit and they were unhandcuffed. And Carter is still being detained. So now, officer tells them that they are, quote-unquote, lucky that they are not going to jail and that Carter had marijuana baggies on him. 
they sit yeah they sit on camera he's going to jail because he's got something out of mississippi that had nothing to do with y'all the two men got back in their car and drove off then the second video starts after the cops found carter with his shirt and pants covered in blood they say he was breathing a second ago (laughs) like what the fuck right like what the fuck (laughs) like he was breathing what does that even mean what does that mean yeah he was before you (laughs) what the fuck does that make any sense and they say he was breathing a second ago and then an ambulance finally arrives and they say to the ambulance people like hey we patted him down I don't know where he hit it now Carter died at the hospital later and Carter's family said the video shed light said little light on what actually happened because it was edited and they insist that his their son was not suicidal which I said this before like I well you can't always just tell if someone's suicidal yeah there are some like signs you know that you're support like you know in books they have like oh these are the signs but that doesn't fit every single person and like if a person's mind is made up about suicide i don't think that they're going to bring like light onto themselves unless they want help Uh, yeah i've had a few friends kill themselves so like it's like that's why it's, it's really hard to spot yeah but at the same time how many people are going to choose that moment in time to kill themselves right like you just got handcuffed and the whole thing is how why where the gun come from if you can tell me where the gun came from then okay i can give you the gun that they can't even produce you sure they searched him twice and found nothing so what do you have out of his ass like what the like like, and what kind of search did they do then like if they searched him like like, the way I was taught how to search, it's very thorough. And if you did it twice, you should have been able to found whatever the fuck he had on him. Like, you, if he found the marijuana baggies on him, you should have found the gun on him. If he had a gun on him. Yeah. Fuck but it. no. It just popped out of oblivion, and he was able to contort his fucking arms and shit around and shoot him and stuff in the head. So, <laughs> Justice for Carter hashtag justice for carter because this is fucking bullshit these people need to be held accountable this department needs to be held accountable and we need answers right that's, that's ridiculous. what i'm saying and i'm going to get their information to put in the show notes put it on the social medias because we need to get answers yeah that fucking sucks dude that blows like it, it's not fair like how does that happen it's, just, it's a it's a it's, it's a quintessential head scratcher yeah and it's terrifying that a, a fucking young man can just die in police custody and they just kind of shrug and go, well, I don't, but he was breathing. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what happened? <sighs> but that's my case. I, okay. I want to point out, like, for anyone that's listening right now, or for the people that are listening right now, like, if you really need to talk to someone, like, I hope you reach out. It, you could reach yeah. out to us on Bryce Murder. Our DMs Murder. are always open. Or like, are always open. I have like my blogs thing. It's at Oh Hello Blogs on Instagram. And if you reach out to me, I'll talk to you. Like I don't have a problem. Um, like just reach out. Like if you need someone to talk to, you, like just know, like there are people that we we could be strangers to each other. Like if you need to talk, still, I yeah. will take time to talk with you and like converse with you. 
And also, let me just say or this. listen. To listen. If you need someone just to listen. Yeah. And also, if I ever get arrested, I just want everyone to know, if I wind up dead, I ain't kill myself. I just want that on record. Right? Yeah, <laughs> If no. anything ever happens to me, just know, I ain't kill myself. Yeah, because... I may have fled to the woods, but... <laughs> Right. I, <laughs> I um yeah. Please reach out like if you need it because especially if you're black and in and I recently had a friend that is going he's going through some stuff and I talked to him for a good 2 hours just to say like hey you need to go get help and like the black community is being targeted right now and like the black community it's okay we to are like stressed. <laughs> yes, it's okay to get help. Do not yeah. feel embarrassed. Like bitch, I cry. Like I'll fucking, I'll admit it. I'm, I cry. I'm fucking sensitive. I, I talk to a therapist, and like I'm comfortable with saying that. And it's not because like I'm fucking crazy. It's because like I realize that there's some things that's like racism. It's really hard to digest. It's really, it's really, it's a really dense topic. It, it weighs on you. Yeah. Yeah. So go talk to someone. It's okay to talk to people. Like it is okay to talk to you. Like to get professional help. So yeah, I hope. You do something. Get help. <laughs> yeah, we're always here. So, uh, I guess it's a show, right? Yeah. It's a short one today. It is a short is okay. one. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Uh, but, you know, we got some, the website's gonna be kicking up soon. It's already up, but we got, we're bringing over a friend, yeah. a black woman who's very smart, activist. She'll be making some engaging blogs, so check out for that. Uh, social medias, follow us on that, gang, gang. You got some other stuff <laughs> in the pipeline coming for you. Uh, but yeah, just stay safe. Check on your fucking friends. <laughs> like, uh, if you see a racist, punch him in the dick for me. Tell yes. him I just sent you. And uh, that's it for me. That's it for me. Reach out to us if you need to talk, please. Bye. See ya. Hi, I'm Jordan Crittenden, and I'm the host of a true crime podcast called Dark Dark World. With Dark Dark World, you'll hear true crime presented through narrative storytelling. Think of it as almost like a mini audiobook. We have conversational episodes, too, where I'll go deeper on cases and also discuss true crime documentaries with my co-host, Ed C. So whatever type of true crime fan you are, I think Dark Dark World has something for you. Check us out at darkdarkworld.com or listen and subscribe to Dark Dark World on whichever platform you're currently hearing this message. For Dark Dark World, I'm Jordan Crittenden. Thanks for listening. I heard about you long before we met You're winsome and you're young, at least that's what they said Underneath your glitter and your gold You can't deny the fact that you are growing old You have a thousand eyes that never fall asleep Someday I will leave you when I've had enough of your beauty.
have had another cigarette Nothing could prepare me for your style The way your laughter seemed to go for miles and miles You have a thousand eyes That never fall asleep Someday I will leave you When I've had enough of your beauty Do be do do